into the Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain. What's up, everyone? Another week of college football in the books and in pure college football form. There were big upsets and tight games. Oregon eked past Ohio State. Texas lost to Arkansas. And, of course, BYU broke the streak at last beating the Utes in the deafening confines of Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Seriously, the fans are like I've never seen or heard them before, and we'll talk more about that and how much impact fans can have on the outcome of games. Later in the show, Arizona State's Associate Athletic Director Bill Kennedy joins me to discuss how the Sun Devils fan base and student section, the Inferno, gets ready for games and what sets them apart from others. But first, let's bring on the guy who has seen more student sections in action live, than most of us would ever dream about, Spencer Linton. So good having you back, Spence. Oh, it is wonderful to be with you, Lauren. It is a fantastic time of year. I don't know if you've heard, BYU's 2-0. and <laughs> They're ranked number 23. Okay, you've heard. They snapped a streak against Utah. And, of course, they got a big showdown with Arizona State coming up. It's a great time to be a BYU fan. Oh, and you've heard of the Big 12, too? I have. Okay. Yes, I, I, I caught wind of that. There's that that's going week. on, too. I know. Seriously, I think as BYU fans, no one ever dreamed about this. So hopefully they can keep it going. So Spence, we're talking about the impact fans and student sections can have on the outcome of games. You were on the sideline for last week's game against Utah. Kyle Whittingham, Utah's head coach, who doesn't even like to say BYU, this week said he'd never heard anything like that in Lavelle Edwards Stadium as a coach or even as a player. So Spence, what impact did BYU fans have on last Saturday's upset. Massive impact. Listen, when the guy that called the rivalry game, oh yeah, the in-state game, mm-hmm, with that uh, that team in Provo, <laughs> that's right. When he says the things that he did about the crowd, you know it was the real deal. And it just was one of those electric, palpable, special experiences to be on the sideline. I mean, I asked Tom Homo, BYU's athletic director, when's the last time I was like this? And he's like, I probably got to rewind to 1990. And that Miami game, to recall that type of electricity within Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And it's, I mean, we joked, but it's all built upon the Big 12 invitation, not having fans at full capacity in the stands because of COVID. You're honoring the 9-11 heroes 20 years to the day. It's Utah. Jets are flying over. There's brand new video boards. BYU's 11-1 and last year. They beat Arizona to open this season. All of that, like, <laughs> came to a, a head, and it was just like this. It was almost like the student section were a group of feral animals that had been in captivity <laughs> that were released into the <laughs> wild and could finally do their thing. It was unbelievable how good it felt to be in that stadium and just how much energy there was. I think all of us felt that way to an extent, just being a fan. <laughs> we were these caged animals that were finally released. Yes. Because there was so much going on. You're right. There, there's been nothing like this in BYU history, like Tom Hummel said, since I don't even think it was like that in 1990 when they beat Miami. There was, there's just an incredible amount of happiness flowing through BYU fans' veins. And so that was just so much fun to see. How loud was it down there? Like, could you, could, could BYU players even hear themselves? The only thing louder than the actual fans in the stands during uh, the peak moments of the game were the two F-15s that flew over Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and everyone thought that World War III might begin. But that was, <laughs> that was about the only thing that was louder than the actual stadium. It just... Uh, 
BYU did things on the field as a football team that allowed the fans to maintain the natural high energy they brought in during pregame and during all of the warm-ups and honoring the 9-11 heroes. So the energy was maintained because of early turnovers and a lead. BYU never trailed. And so it was kind of like the fans could just collectively keep their foot on the gas. And you know I'm a guy that knows about keeping his foot on the gas. (laughs) I sure do. What about the old people in the West Stands? Uh, Shout out to them because I love them. You know know it's special when they're all on their feet, Lauren. (laughs) Yes. And they were all on their feet. Love it. I love that so much. We uh, That's that's where my parents used to sit, and we had Donnie Osmond sitting behind us. My mom mm-hmm. actually hit him in the face. Sit down. So Donnie can't a, see the game. Come on, Donnie. Who do you think you are anyway? Oh, good stuff. Well, I, man, I'm jealous you got to be there. Sounded so incredible. Even I watched it on TV, and I was just getting chills whenever they would pan throughout the, the Royal Blue student section and, and all the fans. So much fun to watch. Spence, you've been to games all around the country So you've seen what student sections and fans and the type of impact they can have for football and basketball. So in your many travels, which fan base has impressed you the most, would you say? Well, I'm going to start with the University of Wisconsin and Camp Randall. And BYU played there in 2018. Wisconsin was ranked number six at the time. The Cougars go in. And just to kind of see the spectacle of red, and they had the sections lined up that day for kind of like a white section, red section, white section, red section. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool coordination. They all buy into that. But then the whole jump around scenario at the end of the third quarter, (laughs) that was amazing. It just was so fun to be a part of that. Of course, BYU won the game, and that made it a really good experience as a BYU fan. (laughs) But their fan base was educated. They were in sync. And it's just, it's such a college town and college atmosphere. I loved the University of Wisconsin, and Camp Randall Stadium in Madison. I thought that was a fantastic experience. Their fans, for the most part, were really nice and kind of just cheered on their own team. Didn't spend a whole time hating on BYU. It was just more about their team. And I don't see a lot of that in college, major college football. Like, there's a lot of digs and ugliness that it gets thrown around at the opponents. I, at least my experience in Wisconsin, I, I did not see a lot of that, and I appreciated that too. I love that. I, I think that is that is rare. We are very focused on on what the other team is doing as fans. But that, that kind of proves what kind of program you have when it's like, oh, no, it's all about us. And I like that you mentioned that they all buy bought into the the different colors and the sections where you do have random sections in the Lavelle Edwards Stadium where they're probably like, nah, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> You're like, oh, come on. It's but enough to, to just get everybody stadium. to wear the same color. Yes, By the way, it's a white exactly. out this Saturday. So wear white if you're a BYU fan. That should be easy enough, I think. Right? It should be easy enough. Yes, for BYU fans, they can find some white somewhere. Uh, okay, so you mentioned football. Has there been a, in a basketball arena that you visited that the, the fans have stood out to you? I almost hate to do this, but oh, I so have Utah to. Utah State. Yeah, that's the thing, Lauren. <laughs> They're the most educated and clever fan base that I've ever been around. And that's not to say... That they don't cross the line, and I mean like jump over the line with some things, <laughs> but they're so in sync and educated. They know every little detail about your personal life if you play for the opposing team. Like Good if you crazy. did something dumb in eighth grade and said something rude to your girlfriend, they'll have interviewed your eighth grade girlfriend and found out every <laughs> bad, dumb thing you did as a kid, and they will <laughs> remind you of it as you're shooting free throws. 
That's what the, is this? The, the presidential race? Yes, so they, it's they like dig politics. into each other's past just like they do. They are they are muckraking uh, to an unbelievable degree to throw you off your game to make you miss free throws. So it's hard to say that I like that fan base because <laughs> it can be so. But I respect it. And Absolutely. when they're going to win the game and they have all their chance. And I, I don't know. I love the rivalry atmosphere that BYU has with Utah State. The, that, the spectrum in Logan is an incredible experience to watch a basketball game. <laughs> my, my husband actually just told me a story. Uh, he didn't go to Utah State, nor did he go to Hawaii, but he went to, he went to BYU-Idaho. And he went to a Utah State basketball game. And I guess they get, they get really quiet when their team is shooting free throws. My husband being who he is, that'd be really funny to yell, don't miss, right, right in the middle. Yeah, so they were playing Hawaii, and uh, he was, his girlfriend was Hawaiian. That's why we were there. We won't, we won't talk about her, Spence. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a thing of the past. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That certainly would anyway. get brought up by a Utah State fan if you guys were playing basketball <laughs> there as an opponent. Hey, just just being a former sideline reporter, they probably have that uh, <laughs> noted down. They probably knew it was my husband now. Um, he said everyone, every single person turned and looked at him. Because they are so intense. And he said he, everyone he was with was like, why did you do that? Because they thought they were going to get beat up. And he said this 40-year-old man tried to pick a fight with him. But that, that was his claim to fame in the in Utah State uh, student section. Uh-huh. Yep. What an, what an idiot. But he said it was nothing like no another experience he'd ever had. And it was at Utah State. So shout out to them, man. I, I do. I, everyone has something unique. What school has the most unique chants or traditions that they've done during the game that you've seen? Speaking just of BYU's. A couple that I love. I love that they say, hi, Dave, or whoever, when sure. they're doing the opposing lineup. Introductions. Game. Yeah. Hilarious. Okay. Absolutely hilarious. Well, well played. Favorites. Yeah. Someone on Twitter said they love BYU's left-right thing after the team fouls out. Someone on the other the opposing team fouls out. Mm-hmm. I love that, too. So what uh, from what you've seen, Spencer, have been some of your favorite chants or tradi- traditions from different fan bases? I don't know who started it, but there was a scenario at Duke at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Not a very big place. It seats 9,000, and it's probably only suited to seat about 7,000, but they cram people into that place, and it's full of tradition and so fun. But there was a scenario or season where when they would announce the opposing team, they just all had newspapers out. So, like, <laughs> everybody's just ignoring the opponents. Like, all of the students have their newspapers out in front of their faces, and it's like, eh, whatever. Okay. Oh, you're going to announce Duke? Okay, let's go crazy. I thought that was really funny. In fact, I <laughs> saw it and told my high school principal about it, and we implemented it in our high school in our state championship no. game when they announced uh, our opponent. I was like, hey, it'd be cool if our student sec- section had, like, uh, some newspapers and so when they were announcing the other team they brought newspapers they distributed them and i was like yes thank you duke i appreciate you i don't know again i don't know who started it but that's where i saw the idea and then uh, when i was playing high school basketball in the state playoffs our student section showed up did the same thing it was amazing you gotta love the uniqueness and on all these different student sections i i think it's fantastic we were looking at the big 12 we talked about the big 12 west virginia has what is it country roads doesn't West Virginia do country roads? They, they do have plenty of country roads in the state, yes, Lauren. <laughs> and yes, that is the song that they sing. Oh, I love it. Morgantown, <laughs> shout out. Let's go. Uh, well, I don't know about like Iowa State and Baylor and what all these traditions are, but Spencer, where would you say that The Rock measures up against the Big 12 I think the, the Rock right now, as cur- currently constituted, 
is uh, just as impressive, if not more impressive, than the majority of the student sections in the Big 12. Like, West Virginia is rowdy and crazy, and they often come to the game having partaken in several beverages before, so things can get a little weird, right? Oh, man. Um, Uh As far as, and I think Baylor has a really good college game day scene, too, but for me, I don't know that it's more about the Baylor student section as it is just about the Baylor alumni base. They have an incredible alumni base that are super devoted to supporting the University of Baylor, and they show up and show out for all those home games. Iowa State has the second biggest football stadium in the Big 12 as part of the new 12. So if Texas and Oklahoma, if you take those two teams out, which at the latest they'll be gone by 2025, you look at the remaining teams. BYU has the biggest football stadium, 63,000-plus. Iowa State has the second biggest football stadium. And there's not much to do in Ames, Lauren, other than root for <laughs> Iowa State Cyclone Athletics. And they're good Those, at their athletics, right? Well, so their student section's really rowdy, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Those type of towns really do have the best fan bases when there is nothing else to do. Because that's what they hang their hat on. That's what they talk about in their their local barbershop since long. You know what I mean? Like that is that is life for them. Yes, um, you could you can make an argument that that's kind of how Provo is for, to an extent as well. Um, it's it's becoming that way, but that's because BYU's athletic department, from top to bottom, really has become one of the premier athletic programs in the entire country. So there's just a lot of pride and a lot of support surrounding BYU athletics right now. Thank you, Spence. All right, up next, what what is the Arizona State Sun Devil student section doing to gear up for their first road trip to Provo? ASU Associate Athletic Director Bill Kennedy is up next on Cougar Tailgate. Welcome back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean. A dedicated fan base has the power to make or break a game, and the Arizona State Sun Devils tout the largest number of student season ticket holders in the Pac-12, and the guy in charge is now with me, Associate Athletic Director Bill Kennedy. Thanks for joining me, Bill. No problem. Thank you for having me, Lauren. Absolutely. So on, on ASU's student section, the Infernal's website, it says, it's the hottest student section in the country, and I love the play on words. In your opinion, what makes the Sun Devil student section unique? Um, you know, I think that uh, I think a, a couple things. One, um, not only for football, but really for um, all of our sports. I think we our students do a really good job of supporting um, our teams. And we have a very, very dedicated group of individuals um, that kind of run our student section called the 942 Crew. And they, um, they started out in basketball, and they've uh, about probably about nine, 10 years ago, and they've branched out to other sports as well. But they're just, you know, they're, they're some of our most passionate Sun Devil fans, and, and they really take it upon themselves to make sure that um, the uh, other students have a good time at the games. Um, we also have tremendous support from our campus uh, for things. So I think all those things together, um, you know, allows a large number of students to be there. And anytime you have a large number of students together at any one place, you certainly have the opportunity to have a lot of energy. Absolutely. It's so much fun. And you went to college at ASU and have remained there on the staff ever since. Is that right? That is correct. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're like, that's a little creepy. No, yeah, <laughs> we like good. to do our research. So, yeah, no, I, went, <laughs> I went to school here um, a long, long time ago and actually started working in the athletic department as a, uh, as a student worker and um, kind of one thing led to another. And I've been fortunate enough to uh, kind of stay with my beloved Sun Devils this entire time. <laughs> that's some love for the school right there. So yeah. in your opinion, how has the student section changed from your time as a student till now? Uh, that's a really good question. I mean, physically, it's changed from the standpoint of where it was located to, to where it is now. And it's, you know, it's kind of uh, uh, changed throughout the years as, as to where it's been in the stadium. Um, but when we did the stadium reinvention uh, over the course of, you know, the last five, six years, um, you know, we wanted to give them their own uh, kind of dedicated area. And so we, you know, we took the south end zone, uh, made that entirely the student section, you know, made it so that the concession area underneath and the bathrooms and all that are primarily dedicated to the students. So they, you know, they don't, uh, they've got kind of one-stop shopping in terms of um, their facilities uh, once they get to uh, the stadium. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, you know, kind of the closest uh, entrance to uh, campus. So it makes it easy kind of in and out in terms of um, them getting to and, and from the games. Um, so from that standpoint, I think the biggest, um, the biggest things that I've seen in my, you know, number of years that I've been here is just the, you know, the dedication that we've done towards making sure that the students have a great experience. I love it. And the game, the games are Provo this Saturday, but when you have a home game, what's the atmosphere like? Yeah. It, uh, you know, it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, our, our, uh, our, Stadium opens about an hour and a half ahead of time. Um, you know, typically uh, we'll start, especially for the bigger games, um, we'll, we will start to see students, you know, line up, um, you know, half an hour-ish before the game at the, at the student gate. Uh, we do, I, I don't know how it works there, but we do electronic ticketing so that they, the students can claim their um, tickets ahead of time. So, uh, and it's general admission. Um, and because it's in the, another nice thing about being in the end zone is, you know, really all the seats are, are kind of the same. Um, so, uh, we'll have students that'll start to line up about uh, half an hour ahead of time. And that line just gets bigger and bigger. And then, you know, gates open and that first group of students comes in and they, uh, you know, kind of very safely run towards the section to get seats. And, uh, <laughs> that just starts the energy. And then the other great thing is, um, you know, they're in it. Uh, from the minute they're there. So, you know, on uh, the, the visiting team has to warm up in front of our student section. So they're certainly, you know, providing their commentary um, <laughs> to to the opposing team. I, you know, to give you an example, it was kind of funny. I just happened to be at the right place at the right time last week, but uh, we played UNLV and their punter was just, he was warming up and he was having a rough go of it. And, and he shanked this one into the, into the, uh, into the, the fan or into the stands and they just would not get off him for about 20 minutes. Every time he touched the ball, they were, they were yelling at him and booing. And uh, so it was, it was quite funny, but that's the type of thing uh, that they do. And then, you know, we have this uh, very uh, kind of, uh, I shouldn't say scripted, it's scripted for them because everybody knows what they're doing, but you know, we have three or four videos that, that play ahead of time from kickoff that culminate in our team taking uh, the field. So, you know, they have certain things that they do at each of those videos. You know, we do a sway with the entire student section. They, they, uh, during our thunderstruck um, song and video, you know, they do kind of a, um, 
you know, they do the pitchfork with kind of a chopping motion. So mm. it's, uh, you know, prior to game time, it, it gets them hyped up and it's, you know, about five minutes worth of interactive stuff that, you know, really gets them hyped by the, uh, by the time, time the game starts. And the great thing is the, the uh, team, when they take the field, they run out through the, uh, the tunnel and they run towards the student section. So mm. they kind of keep running past midfield and congregate in the end zone in front of the student section and, you know, really point to them and, you know, raise their arms and, and just get every, each, each side gets each other hyped up. So it's quite, uh, quite the electric experience to start the game. So much fun. You mentioned the punter and the hard time that the student section gave him. I was just thinking how athletes, they got to know what they're signing up for, especially with some of these different fan bases. And they go into this just crazy atmosphere. Uh, and they're putting everything on the line, including their personal lives, depending on the fan base. But um, you, so Wisconsin has jump around and, and different schools have something different. For you at Arizona State, what's your like favorite tradition that the Sun Devil student section and fans do. Yes, absolutely. It's probably the uh, the stomp the bus video that we do at the beginning of the game, um, and mm-hmm. the students love it. So it 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 starts with Thunderstruck by ACDC, and then we play this video where uh, Sparky, um, you know, because Sparky being a Sun Devil, a Sun Devil is actually you know kind of an atmospheric um, type of thing. It's a, a dust storm essentially. So it's this, you know, this video of this big dust storm coming here and, you know, into the valley of, of which Sparky comes out of. And then he kind of walks, you know, through various uh, iconic locations in the state of Arizona, culminating in him uh, coming, uh, obviously, to Tempe, where he stomps the bus of the opposing team. And when that happens, like people go nuts. And then uh, he steps into the stadium, plants, plant, or plants the fork. Uh, at midfield and, you know, the crowd, particularly the students just kind of erupt and the team runs on the field. So it is, um, you know, it, it's, it's so much fun in that regard. And that, that's really the, uh, like I said, that's, it, it's just electric when that happens. And, and the cool thing this year is we've added um, because of our new lighting system with our um, football stadium, it has the ability. So one of the things, because it is a, you know, this kind of dust storm that comes in, the power flickers. So our lights kind of flicker on and off. And um, it just adds to the, it adds to the kind of the, um, the whole feel of it. And and it just makes it incredible. So cool. Sounds like I need to come to a game in Tempe. Yeah. Uh, Bill, I, I'm going to do it. It's on my bucket well, list. Well, you should, you should have been here last year, but oh, well. That's true. I know. <laughs> Dang it. But uh, hopefully some games to come. Uh, I'm sure you've traveled a lot for your job and just as a sports fan, but what's been the most impressive fan base you have come across or one that has really stood out to you? Um, That is a great, great question. You know, certainly we don't want to, I mean, we appreciate, um, you know, we have an appreciation for all of our, our, our fan bases and our, you know, particularly our kind of opposing student sections and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Obviously there's, there's one in particular that we don't particularly like, but um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that um, I mean, that's kind of, that that's definitely kind of hard to say because I think they're a lot of them are really good in their own right. And, and I'm going to take kind of the, uh, the chicken's way out of here and I'm not going to give anybody <laughs> any material by saying one's better than the other. So we're going to, we're going to stay Switzerland on this one. That's our, I'm okay with that answer. That's Although I will, I will absolutely, absolutely tell you we do not like U of A. So that's that's uh, <laughs> that's one thing that's for certain. All right, <laughs> yeah. uh, I love it. A good politician right there. Yeah. Uh, so, so ASU comes to Provo on Saturday to face BYU. Both two and zero. 
What do you like about this year's Sun Devil football team? Um, you know, the, I think uh, I think two things, really. Um, one is the depth. I mean, we seem to be very deep in a lot of places, which is great. And two, um, you know, the experience. We seem to have a, uh, a young but mature team in, in the standpoint of people that have been here for, you know, a few years and kind of know the system. And, and, and I guess an, a third thing is um, from somebody that's been here a, a good while, um, this has to be definitely one of our most talented teams um, in terms of, uh, you know, just up and down the roster. So from that standpoint, we are really, really excited about this year. Bill, it seems like you have an, an incredible job just reading through your description. You work a lot with student athletes, the student section, and a lot of their programs. What would you say is the most rewarding part about your job? Yeah, I would say definitely it's working with the students and the student athletes. And, you know, it, it, the great thing is it keeps me young, um, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, you know, just uh, being able to, um, you know, meet and work with some of the, first of all, some of these phenomenal student athletes that we have here. Um, is amazing. And, you know, and the, and the great thing is, um, you know, that they'll come back here um, and, and being here for so long. Uh, certainly, I know I've known a lot of them and, and, you know, some are, you know, stick out more than others. But it, it's always great when, you know, a, a student athlete that you really had an appreciation for and, and you know, did really good things here um, comes back and, and, you know, they'll walk by the office or whatever, and they'll stop in and they'll take time and, and you know, we get a chance to talk. So, you know, it's really building those relationships with those student athletes. And then on the student app or on the student side of things, um, you know, it's just, it's so much fun um, being able to work with our student section and um, just the crazy stuff that they come up with and, you know, uh, <laughs> things like that. Um, I, I'm uh, it's, it's, it's so much fun, but at the same time, I am literally scared to death, but I get to um, I take our student section up to our PAC 12 basketball tournament in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you can imagine being responsible for, you know, about 50 or so um, uh, 18 to 22 year olds in Las Vegas. So uh, they have a great time at the games. And then I'm just a nervous wreck the entire rest of the time. But <laughs> but but overall, um, it, it's so much fun to work with them because they have so much energy. Um, they love being Sun Devils. They love supporting our teams. They they get how they can make a difference at games. Um, with a great home field, home court advantage. Um, and so just super rewarding. And like I said, it, uh, as, as the years go by, it just it helps keep me young. And, and uh, it's just so much fun. Well, I can tell you have a deep love for your school and for your students. I'm sure you're, you're incredible at your job. Associate Athletic Director at Arizona State, Bill Kennedy, thank you so much for taking the time with me today. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you, Lauren. And that does it for us today. Thanks again to Bill Kennedy and Spencer Linton for coming on the show with me. You can join the Cougar Tailgate virtually, of course, every Saturday at noon Mountain Time or download, rate, and review our podcast on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYUradio.org. It's game day, baby. This is Cougar Tailgate.